Allô, allô, bonjour, bonjour, mes amis. That's all the French you're going to get for me today. <laughs> Welcome back to the Tiona Podcast. It is your host and your best friend, Sarah Sodizi. I hope everyone's been doing okay. These past few months have just been crazy. And I keep saying that every time I upload an episode, but it really has been a bit crazy because there's been a major shift in my life that I'm still trying to process and figure out and understand and it's one of those things where you kind of look up to the sky and you think, God, why is this happening to me? What did I do for this to happen to me? And you keep thinking of ways that you could have prevented something from happening. Or you keep thinking to yourself, like, why is this happening to me right now? But if there's anything I've learned about the way that God works or the way that life works is that everything happens for a reason. And this podcast or the stories that I've told you guys on this podcast are very much proof that you can make mistakes or that you can screw up or that things don't always turn out the way that you want them to but something better is on its way or something even more amazing than what you even more amazing than what you could have imagined is coming up for you so i'm just trying to hold tight to that mentality and keep it together that way but hi how the heck are you how the heck are you i hope you've been doing good since i've been gone so as we know, Christmas come and gone, and I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday. I sure did, spending time with my parents, my niece, and my siblings, and all of that. And one thing that just popped up out of my head, or inspired this episode in particular, is watching my niece open her gifts for Christmas. Now, as we all know, when we were kids, gifts kind of spoke a little bit differently to us than they do now as an adult. Like, when you were like five years old... All you wanted was that Barbie dream house. I mean, at least that's all I wanted. I wanted a Barbie dream house so freaking bad. And now I could care less about getting a Barbie dream house and actually being able to afford a real house. Like that would be really great Christmas present. That'd be so great if the economy could actually work in my favor and I could actually afford a house with my partner. But God knows when that's going to happen. So we got to be a little bit more realistic here. Anyways, I was watching my niece open these presents and just to see the joy on her face about like the most like, you know, mundane things or at least as an adult, you think that they're so mundane. But when you're a kid, you want those things so freaking badly that like when your parents buy them for you or if you still believe in Santa Claus, whatever, if Santa gets them for you and you, you open that present, you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's a PlayStation. Oh my gosh, it's an Xbox. It's, it's this, it's that. It's just what I wanted, you know? Seeing that look of joy on the kid's face is just like the most precious thing in the world because my niece was opening her gifts and I had gotten her like a whole bunch of, because she's in a phase right now where she really loves Minnie Mouse, like absolutely adores her. And as we all know, Minnie Mouse wears a bow. And that's like my niece's thing right now. She loves wearing bows, hair hair accessories, clips, things like that. Loves that stuff, especially if it's pink and looks like Minnie Mouse's. That's the key to it. But even just bows in general, she really, really likes. So when she was opening that up and she got super excited for the bows and stuff like that, I started thinking to myself, what are things that I wanted as a kid that I could probably afford right now but like, I don't actually need them. And it kind of inspired this conversation that I had with my partner, actually, because I was talking because we recently saw the Barbie movie. And I was saying how like, for a good chunk of my life, Barbies were like my thing. And I dreamed 
I dreamed of getting that Barbie dream house. I dreamed of getting all these accessories for the Barbies and things like that. But would I actually want that as an adult? No, I wouldn't. But there are a list of things that I would want as an adult, maybe, possibly, but I definitely 110% don't need that. So today I'm going to be giving you guys a list of the things that I wanted as a kid, as little mini Sarah Sodizi. That would be super cool, but I definitely don't need as an adult. Okay, so this first thing is, it's it kind of speaks to me as like the creative that I am, because let me tell you what inspired this when I was a kid, okay? So when I was growing up, and a lot of you guys know this already, is that I grew up at church. My whole life, my whole life, my whole elementary school life, middle school life, high school life, even adult life right now, growing up in the church my whole life. And the one thing that like I always looked forward to is being able to do crafts. Loved it. It was, the, it was my favorite thing ever. But the one thing that just fascinated me or that just like really struck me when I was a little kid, I want to say it was as early as like five years old, somebody in the classroom had a 64 pack of crayons with the sharpener y'all know what i'm talking about those the crayola box that has the 64 pack like has a variety of different colors to use and it comes with the sharpener that doesn't sharpen anything but like was cool because it was just like that extra accessory that you use oh like even thinking about it now my five-year-old heart oh Jeez, I wanted a pack of that so flipping bad because the problem that I always had was that I never had enough colors to do the masterpiece that I wanted or to draw something that I really, really wanted. I wanted to have every color of the rainbow times infinity, okay? I thought that if I had that 64 pack of crayons, my life would be fulfilled. Now, as an adult, think about it. Am I ever going to use crayons? In my regular day-to-day life, even in my creative life, I never use crayons. I use my pencil crayons and I use a pencil. I use like illustration pens. That's as far as it'll go. I don't use crayons. But you know, just thinking back on it right now, like a 64 pack of crayons, that, that sounds, it sounds crazy, I know, but it sounds so aesthetically pleasing to me because I have the option of having all of those colors that were not available to me before. I promise you guys, this this episode's gonna get a little weird. It's gonna get a little weird, and I hope you're okay with that. Now, this next one, I don't know where this particularly came from. I think this is the power of advertising, because when I was growing up with my siblings, we didn't have cable. We just had like a couple channels to watch on TV, because my parents, their whole thing was to encourage us to play outside or to like just play with our toys at home, things like that, or to watch just VHS tapes that we would rent from Blockbuster, or just watch VHS tapes that we already had at home. It was never really something that my parents wanted for us to just be like glued to the TV, because also you have to understand during that time, I feel so old saying this because my niece like literally will just like pull up Disney Plus and play whatever show she wants at the push of a button and can fast forward can can like go back and rewind so easily so back then when we were kids (laughs) 
we didn't have that kind of availability so if you missed your show that day like that's it like you're you're, you have to wait until the next day or you even have to wait until next week to watch your show right and so that type of accessibility was a little bit different in terms of what what sorts of things you could watch on a regular basis or at least like on a on a specific schedule because obviously my siblings and I we would go to school and then after school we would watch like certain shows and then we would get started on our homework and then we would do other things or we would go have dinner with our parents like all of that like it was a very set schedule whereas now obviously streaming services they allow you to watch whatever and whenever right and so I remember this commercial came on and I thought that it was so revolutionary not only because you can make food out of it but also just because of the pretty colors okay so I saw an advertisement for Easy Bake Ovens, okay, and I just, I I don't know what type of light switch, like, flipped on in my brain or something like that, or that, like, tiny little piece of my brain that has an interest in cooking or baking, but just kind of leaves it there and is like, hey, we'll revisit that at a later date. Well, when I was a little kid, I saw that advertisement, and that's what went off and was like, I need that I need it. I need an easy bake oven. And to be honest with you, now that I look at it, like I searched it up online, I'm like, it's basically just a microwave. It's basically just a microwave. So if I really wanted to, like I could just get a regular microwave or my parents could have just gotten me a regular microwave and it would have been fine. However, this one was special because it had all these cute accessories like the little cutlery that you could use, the little measuring spoons, the little stirring spoons that you could use to like mix things together and the mixing bowls. Oh my gosh, came with a whole set. I remember when Toys R Us used to get, I don't think they do it anymore, but when Toys R Us used to give out catalogs for Christmas, because hello, advertising again, they would market this to all these families and you'd get these in the mail during uh, sometime around Christmas time. And my parents would like look at it or or my siblings and I, we would look at them and we would pick up the things that we wanted or the things that we really, really like wish that we could get. And I remember telling my mom, I want an easy bake oven. I want one. I want one. I want one. But being so young and not really understanding the mechanics of how cooking works or like the mechanics of how all of that stuff happens, my mom didn't see a purpose in it. And to be honest with you, like as an adult, heck yeah, I would love to have an easy bake oven. But as I said before, It's one of those things where it's like, just buy a microwave and you could do the same thing. Or even wilder, a wilder concept. Just get an oven and you can bake all the things that you want to your heart's content. As I was saying before, my mom didn't see a point in it and she never ended up getting me the easy bake oven because she was like, si quieres cocinar algo, mejor lo haces aquí en la cocina. Translation, if you want to make something, if you want to cook something, it's better that you just make it here in the kitchen why do you need why do you need a whole ass easy bake oven to do that but the way that you the way that a child's mind works or the way that my mind worked at the time i was very much like no 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 but see here's where here's where the problem lies is that i want to make things with that i don't want to make it with like an ugly silver or white looking oven like it just it didn't look cute it didn't look cute. It didn't have the pink spoons. It didn't have like the purple, uh, the purple mittens that you could get with them to take out your to take out your creations and everything like that. It didn't come with the little packets of how to make all of the food that you wanted. Like I wanted all of those extra little, you know, the little accessories or the little added perks of being able to call yourself a world class chef at seven years old. You know, 
I wanted that prestige. I wanted to feel cool. And unfortunately, I never got that. But like I like I've been saying is that as an adult, yeah, it'd be cool to have, but I could just probably get like a toaster oven or just a microwave and I'm pretty sure it would get the same effect. So definitely don't need it, but it would be super cool to have. Okay, so this one's an interesting one because I also can't really remember when it was that I had desired this or when it was that I actually really wanted to get one of these. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that my cousin, one of my younger cousins, when we were growing up, every summer we used to go to her swimming pool in her backyard and she had an in-ground pool so it was just always there whatever accessible and we could just like literally walk in through the gate and we can just jump into the pool whereas in my mind for some reason I really wish I could know where this came from but in my mind when I was like 10 I want to say 10 11 years old I wanted an above ground pool so bad so so bad because I thought it would be the greatest thing to have an above ground pool in our backyard just so that way I can go swimming whenever I felt like it and I think this especially rang true when my cousin moved away and like they 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 left that house with the swimming pool and they didn't have it anymore so at that point I was like okay where am I gonna go swimming now because like I don't have that pool anymore right so yeah I thought okay, I need to get an above ground pool. Or I, I asked my parents, I was like, we need to get an above ground pool because do you, do you see what an investment that would be if we got one? And actually, there's, there's, there's a funny story that's associated with this that kind of also brought up this conversation as well. So my partner actually mentioned to me that when he was growing up, he had an above ground pool in his backyard and I was like oh my gosh did you use that like uh, my face like lit up I was like oh my gosh did you guys use it like every day in the summer because when I was a kid that's all I dreamed about and my partner just looked at me and was like um I guess like we used it pretty regularly but then eventually we stopped and I looked at him and I was like how could you stop using your above ground pool like I would use that all the time and then he said he made a really great point and then this is what kind of like uh, reverts me back to reality when he said yeah but you have to clean it pretty regularly too especially in the winter time like when nobody's using it or like even in the summer when there's leaves that fall in there's animals that poop in it different things that can go into the pool and I never and I never actually considered that because if I'm if I'm speaking honestly as an adult yeah it would be sick it would be sick to have an above ground pool but I'm not cleaning it I'm not cleaning it I'm not gonna clean it because you know something I am just one of those girlies that loves to enjoy things and then leave that is who I am and that is who I will be for the rest of my life thank you very much I will most likely pay somebody to clean that above ground pool for me. Um, but that also costs money. So again, I'm being brought back to reality here where it would be nice to have an above ground pool because the summers over here in the GTA, you already know they get so muggy and disgusting. And, and I always think of this concept where if it's super hot outside, I could just go into my above ground pool and jump inside. And that's it. And I'd be I'd be saved. That's that, that's all that's all there is to it. But then I just remember that I have to clean it and maintain it. And who's trying to do that in this economy? Certainly not me. It's, it's certainly not me. Now, this, I think, is like something that's been a recurring 
thing throughout my life ever since I was maybe in grade four grade five grade five is like the earliest so maybe about 10 years old is when this like really started now I'm sure you guys know this by now if you follow me on Instagram at so easy by the way but you probably have already realized that I am obsessed with Spongebob I have everything under the sun spongebob related i have a water bottle i have soap like modeled soap that's like spongebob i have uh, a starbucks cup i have pictures of spongebob i have like my phone background my my computer background stickers everything under the sun i have a whole bunch of spongebob memorabilia or like a whole bunch of spongebob stuff and it all started in grade five when I started collecting those things, I had a calendar specifically. I don't know who if somebody bought it for me or if I bought it with my own allowance money. Can't remember. But I had this calendar and every single page on the calendar had a picture of SpongeBob or had a picture of Patrick, of Squidward, whatever. Mostly just SpongeBob pictures. And I had them plastered all over my room. And that was where it started because then after that, I literally flipped my entire bedroom and I got a comforter. I got a, I got a bunch of pillowcases and a stuffed toy that was SpongeBob. Like my entire bed was decked out in SpongeBob stuff. And so then that just continued all the way up until now adulthood. Right. And when I was younger though, I remember when this came out and it was like the coolest thing ever, or it's like, it was just, I dreamed of getting, I dreamed of getting a Spongebob Lego set and it came with all the pieces that you needed to build like Bikini Bottom and stuff like that and like the different characters and what have you and even as an adult like I'm thinking about it right now as an adult how sick would that be to have like an entire model of Bikini Bottom I remember my cousin actually sent me an Instagram reel of a person who put together a set of like the spongebob world or bikini bottom all of the characters the crusty crab and stuff like that she sent me an instagram reel of that and i like the whole time i was watching it i was like i could totally get this i like i could justify this purchase 110 percent could justify this purchase when in reality sarah so easy what are you gonna do with that where is it gonna where is it gonna go where is it gonna go already my room is pretty small but i have like quite a decent amount of furniture in here and a lot of stuff that just piles up like crazy so i'm here thinking that i could justify a purchase of getting a spongebob lego set when i literally don't have the space for it it makes absolutely no sense for me to do that however would it be nice would it fulfill a childhood dream of mine that i've had since i was like 10 obviously obviously it would and again why why is it that i'm thinking about it right now and i'm still trying to justify it please help me oh dear lord all right last and certainly not least i think these things are making a comeback and and i'm perfectly okay with that but this is something that i wanted as a kid that I certainly could get as an adult, but I definitely don't need it. And I'll tell you guys the story behind this one. So this story happens in two parts. First part was when I was about mm, eight years old, before I moved into the house that I grew up in. And when I was growing up, I had a tough time learning how to ride a bike. I think if you've listened to the episode 
where I talked to my dad, you'll know how difficult it was for me to learn how to ride a bike because my dad lied to me and said that he was going to help me when in fact he sabotaged me and I'm going to die on that hill. I'm going to die on that hill saying that. However, I had trouble riding a bike, a two-wheeler bike specifically, and I remember one of the neighbor kids, I will never forget this, one of the neighbor kids that summer had a scooter and you know the ones you guys know the ones from back in the day that used to hit like if if it hit your ankle oh oh you were done for that like it felt like the end of the world because it was like bone crushing those scooters they were really dangerous now that i think about them because they were just basically like a piece of metal on wheels a stick of metal on wheels and had really no brake other than to push back on this like one little piece of it which would hardly even break it in the first place. So I don't know how anybody deemed that to be safe. But nonetheless, I saw a neighbor kid riding in the neighborhood with that thing. And I was like, I need to have one of those. And the the craziest part about this is that the kid that was riding the scooter had like handlebars on it that looked sick. They were like, like a a royal blue i don't even remember they were like royal blue they were blue for sure they were like royal blue color and they were like a soft padding on it and i thought that is the sickest thing ever i need i need i need one of those see what the recurring theme is here i feel like i keep seeing things that other people have or i keep seeing things in places and i immediately like my first immediate thought is like i need that It's not that I want that. It's that I need it. And I try to find ways of justifying this need that I have. So that's the first part of it. So la-di-da about my business, about my business, about my business. Then I grew up in the house that I'm in now. And the neighbor beside me, she also had one of those scooters. She also had one of those. And... I asked her, I said, I was like, hey, hi, how you doing? Her and I had already gotten to know each other. But I asked her, I was like, hey, could I try, could I try riding your scooter, please? And she said, yeah. She was like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. And I, guys, I rode like the wind. I let Jesus take the wheel because the scooter ride was just it was a blast in my mind as a kid it was a blast I had the time of my life it was so much fun and that's when I thought to myself I was like yep for sure I need one of these I need one I need one I need one so I went and I went inside and I begged my mom and I was like mom mom I need a scooter and my mom (laughs) my mom been crushing my dreams since 1994 She said, why would you need something like that? And I said, well, I'm glad that you asked, Mom, because I have an entire thesis statement ready for you. And I just basically went on and on about how, oh, it's so much better than a bike. And it's probably cheaper than a bike because it only has a certain amount of parts to it. And you wouldn't need to keep fixing it. Like, I was giving I was giving like a whole presidential speech as to why I deserved to have a scooter and every time we would also be helping to bring in the groceries or be going outside and and the kids would be playing outside I would point out to my mom I would say mommy mommy mira 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 and I would say to my mom I'd be like look 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 the neighbor's kid she's she's using the she's using the scooter and I would point and I would point and my mom would see that I 
<laughs> that I was pointing at. But like, I don't know. My my mom, sometimes she has like a sixth sense where she just knows that like the things that I claim to need are not things that I actually need. Because then she made this excellent point about Sarah, you're going to grow and that scooter is going to eventually be too small for you. Whereas this bike, it's going to be better for you because you're you're actually going to be able to make a good use out of it for a very long time because you can adjust the seat and all of these things, whatever. My mom tried to justify it. I sat there and I was like, no, 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 mom, I would like to get a scooter instead of getting a bike or to have the bike because technically I already had a bike. But I didn't like using it very much because, like, again, I wasn't the best at riding a bike. My brother is more so the type to be riding a bike. So I kept trying to convince her. I kept trying to convince her. But to this day, my mom never budged. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking that eventually for Christmas, my birthday, something special that I would get a scooter. But I never did. And now as an adult, I could very well buy one. I've actually been to... I've actually been to like stores where they sell them and I remember one time actually we went to the store I can't remember what it was for I think it was for like a Halloween costume for my niece or something like that and we happened to pass by the bike section and my niece really wanted to get a bike and my my sister was like no not not yet not yet not yet and in that section I saw the scooters and I was like oh man like this would be sick and I like kind of fulfilled a childhood dream again or I went back to when I tried my neighbor's bike or my neighbor's scooter and I was like scooting around in the store and I was like oh my gosh this is so cool I feel so flippin' cool the other thing actually I forgot to mention this is that I feel like all the cool kids in the neighborhood they all had those scooters like you were lame if you had a bike I'm sorry like I I don't know that's just the way that my mind worked maybe that's not even actually true but that's the way that my mind worked is that all the cool kids had a scooter and like the lamos had the bikes but I was like doing it in the store and I was like oh this would be so great to have I would love to have a scooter and even like the e-scooters that they have right now they look pretty sick like I'm not gonna lie to you however do I need it absolutely not because I'd only really be able to use it for like a short period of time because the seasons here are so unbelievably unpredictable like the only time that I could be guaranteed to use it is in the three months that we have summer or two and a half months that we have summer and then the rest of it's just cold weather all the time or like not so great weather so would I make really that great of use of it probably not and even still I think ever since I learned how to drive that like that my my tune has completely changed about public transportation or getting from place to place because it's just so much more convenient to be on your own time as opposed to somebody else's time and i think a scooter kind of merges to those two things together but you can definitely get somewhere faster if you're just using a car as opposed to a scooter you know what i mean but that's just me i don't know and so my dreams of having a scooter will never be fulfilled but like I said, and like I've been saying this whole time, is that would it be nice to have? Yes. Yes, it would. It would be very nice to have. Do I need it? Absolutely not. And there you have it, folks. That's my list of things that I very much could get as an adult or could probably waste my money on, but I definitely do not need. I know this episode was a little bit of a weird one, but I kind of wanted to relive a little bit of a childhood, uh, a little bit of my childhood memories for this one because 
I, I'm telling you, all of these things that I listed, I wanted them so bad when I was a kid. I wanted them so, so bad. But if I feel like as you get older, you start to realize why your parents said no to certain things or why your parents were like, maybe that's not the best idea. Or maybe we can get you something that's cheaper than that, that probably serves you the same purpose. And it worked out perfectly fine. Like, I mean, like I turned out perfectly fine, like especially when it comes to like the creative stuff. I did not need a 64 pack of crayons. I didn't need it because I ended up using pencil crayons anyway and I was still able to express my creativity through other mediums as well and I turned out perfectly fine. Actually, funny enough, I've been trying to tap in more with that creative side of things and I've been trying to wrap my brain around what it is that I could start drawing or what I could start painting again and I actually ended up buying a paint by numbers kit with my mom and my sister and that was actually really fun for me to do I'm actually almost done the canvas that I bought so once I finish that I'll post it on Instagram so you guys can see how wonderful it looks but yeah if you guys have any specific topics you want me to talk about or if you just want me to rant about absolutely nothing well you already know hit me up on Instagram at so and I am going to hopefully be posting more episodes of my podcast in the new year. And if I don't, you can scold me and tell me, Sarah Sodizi, what are you doing? Why haven't you posted a new episode? But as always, guys, I hope this year has been good to you. I hope you've had an amazing time or amazing holiday with your friends, your family, whoever you want to celebrate it with. Or if you're just taking a break and relaxing on your own, that's cool too. I hope you've been enjoying that as well. Until the next episode, though, as always, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, Immigrant Lives Matter, and God loves you so, so, so much. I'll see y'all next year. All right. Bye.